Assalamu alaikum. Welcome to the Habibi's new episode, Three Arab Game Developers Drinking Good <laughs> I will I will get this right one. I'm sorry. <laughs> We'll one time, one time I'll get it. One time I'll one get time. it. One time I'll get it. Uh... Maybe in 2024. <laughs> <laughs> That's our year. <laughs> oh, this is great. This is great. I really nailed that one. Um, well, a special episode. We're going to be talking about the year because we're getting towards the end of the year. Uh, it is. It is a big episode. Uh, it's. It's going to be a two-parter. Because there's a lot of things to talk about this year. Um, oh, uh, intros. Uh, I'm your host, uh, Rami Ismail. And I'm Osama Darius. And I'm Fauzi Masmar. And we want to do the Habibi's Top 10. We want to talk about the year in games. There's so much that has happened um, in, in our industry, in the medium. And we have a lot to talk about. We have, we have some time today. We, we found a block of time where all three of us were available. We have to do the, the Habibi's Top 10. We, can't we have to do that. Maybe it's the time. We can't. We can't go to. We Especially can't in this time. year. So there's was, so many games. I was reading that uh, I think it was Exios that published this data. This year we have had 25 titles with the Metacritic of five plus. So this is the most titles that we've had wow. a Metacritic 90 plus in 20 years. Yeah. Wow, that is impressive. Yeah. I can believe it. You know, I always think of what, like, what was my favorite years in gaming, and I think my my last favorite year in terms of just like games release was probably two thousand and ten. That oh, was wow. a good. That was a good year, because um, like you know, it was the year of all the two games. It was the year yeah. of all the all the all the. It was it was the rule of twos. You know, like it was the year when we all confirmed that second games in a series are are great, like Mass Effect two. Uh, there was, uh, I think there was Gears of War, there was an Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, probably. Yeah. Uh, there was all that stuff, and like, you know, the, a lot of series that I love were there, Split Second and Alan Wake, and like all of those things um, started there. So 2010 for me, like 2009, 2009, 2010 was really big, but I think since then, for me, there's not been a year like that until now. Yeah. For me, this is like the best, like my favorite year in gaming is 1998. Oh, yeah, okay, but that, that's an unfair year, Fozzy. That's an insane <laughs> year. Ocarina that's, of Time, yeah. Metal Gear, Resident Evil yeah. 2, yeah. Crash Bandicoot, Street Fighter <laughs> Alpha 3. Oh. That's not a, that's not a 2, good year, Fozzy. That's, that's a foundational year. That was, that was like a different games industry before 1998. And yeah. after 1990, that's true. You know, that's yeah, true. but still, still, like for me, it's 1995. That's the year. Right. Yeah, that but you're much older than us. So that makes sense. <laughs> that was halfway Fauci, through my gaming journey. Me and Fauzi were not. Was Tekken Two and Yoshi's Island, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Yes, and Chrono Trigger, the Chrono and Trigger. Street Fighter Alpha, the first yeah. where they brought back Alpha. Okay, and. The, there was Tactics Ogre that came out that year. The, was, I just want to point out, I was seven. <laughs> Soul Edge came out that year. I could barely speak. Well, not, those are nice games, but you can't compare that to 98. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Wait, this episode War, is going to be a year comparison Warcraft instead of a games 2. comparison. Warcraft 2 came out that year. Starcraft yeah. came out in 98. Okay, we're out of time. We're done. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
the only the something. only thing you can say is 97 at final fantasy 7 yeah which yeah, was also big but it also had gran turismo and goldeneye and all those things because that's sort of like and i think mdk was also also 97 oh i love that game when, yeah. when did Final Fantasy great. VI come out? Because that, that year takes it just for Final Fantasy VI. Was uh, that 94? Maybe it was 96. 94? Maybe 94. That, that's the year. Whichever year Final Fantasy VI came out, that's the year. <laughs> that was yeah. 94. 94. I was, I was yeah. five. Yeah. Yeah, you were in elementary. I was in high school. I just, I just joined elementary school. <laughs> I was in first grade. They let you in? Good for you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did not speak a word of English. <laughs> and yet you still play video games, right? Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes. I did, we didn't have money for video games, man. Like, yeah. I got my first computer when we were six. So I think the only game I played at that point was Ski Free. I don't even know that game. That was that Emma's DOS game where you had to ski down a hill. I don't think I played And there was a Yeti that would run after you and try to capture you. <laughs> Wow. wow it was great that was foundational for you that's why you throw yetis in so many games right right yeah yeah that's how it happened <laughs> that's how it happened anyway we don't have time to talk about two decades ago all right all right because 2023 made us want to talk about the best years ever in video games and i think that says something because it's close it's, uh, it's a it's lot close. of good video games that came out this year it really was it's not it really just was. good video games exceptional video games yeah a lot of that. I mean, it's a strange year, right? Because it's both a very good year and a very bad year. Like, in terms of games, it's been incredible. In terms of industry, it has been rough. There's been a lot of things going on that yeah. are difficult. Economy and around the world has been tough this year. Economy's been bad. Industry has been bad. Yeah. Like, you know, um, you look at websites like uh, video game layoffs and you just look at the the whole thing. It's just, it, it is unparalleled, I think. That we've seen this level of uh, of effect on the people making games, uh, the whole Unity debacle in the middle of the year. Yeah, that's true. You know, yeah. I mean, uh, Stadia shut down in January this year. Yep, yep. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, like that was this thing. year. Oh my that god, was this year. can't believe that. Good. Isn't that the weird thing? Because in terms of games, the year went real fast, and in terms of games industry, this is the longest year in three decades. Yeah, like. I mean, like it, this. This year was like the first and um, like officially in-person GDC since the pandemic. Yeah, that's true. That's true. The one before was kind of a shadow, a shell of a GDC. Yeah, it kind of yeah. happened. Yeah, yeah, that's true. No, it's true. Yeah. the The company that I started thinking of as my arch nemesis sadly closed. Oh no! Um, when we Versus- started Flambeer back in uh, two thousand and ten. Uh, there was a Dutch independent studio called Ronimo Games, uh, Robot Ninja Monkey. And um, Ronimo Games was the big one. And me and JW, when we started Flambeer back in the days, we were we were the scrappy indies. And we thought they were too big and corporate with their 12 employees back at the time. <laughs> uh, that was kind of the largest thing we had in the Netherlands to compare ourselves to. Guerrilla Games was way too big. So Ronimo was our arch nemesis, even though they were right across from us. Oh, they did uh, swords and sword, swords and soldiers and yeah, awesome swords boss. and soldiers. Yeah, they were they were a lovely studio. I mean, honestly, it's one of those studios where you look at it and you look at what they were doing and when they were doing it and how they were doing it, and they were always doing cool stuff. But the yeah. fact that they managed to make it this far is honestly the most impressive thing about Ronimo because they never went for the easy thing. Yeah, 
you know, they always took like very strange, very risky choices and paid off for them. And then it didn't. But, you know, of, of course, it was 2023 that killed them because anything that isn't stable died this yeah, year. Unfortunately. Like, and honestly, that is in some ways very similar to 2010. Like when you think about 2010, for me, the way I think of 2010 was it was the, the, the rise of India and the death of B games. Oh, that makes sense. That's true. Right? Yeah. Because B games existed as this category of games where you would like pay like $20 and instead of like Destruction Derby, you'd get like Fatal Racing. Or instead yeah. of like Wipeout, you'd get like Killer Loop. Or, yeah. you know. It was the hold me over game until the game yeah. I really want comes out. But or until I can afford it. Yeah. yeah. But when then indie games and even mobile games at the same time started coming up, then you could actually have quality smaller experiences yep. to hold you over. So that just killed that entire part of the industry, and it was it was it was really it was really fast. One moment, B games existed, and then they didn't, and that was around 2010 as well. So uh, you know, in that regard, 2023 is very similar. Anything that isn't super stable fell over. I remember year. that hit the industry really hard in Australia because I was in New Zealand yeah. at the time. Yeah, yeah. And, Australia just crashed. Didn't and it? Uh, yeah, the Australian industry just crashed around then. So many studios shut down. So many Australian developers like, were basically all over 90% the world. Ninety percent of the workers were gone. Like from three thousand yeah. employees in Australia to three hundred, and uh, was it a year or two? Like really, yeah. really quickly. Yeah. I mean, Australia, sadly, right now is having a really rough time as well. I really think this is sort of like a, a similar wave to back then, just at a very different scope and skill because the industry has grown so much. I'm predicting that things will get better. And not just because I'm an optimist. I actually have been reading about finances and investments and markets way more than I ever have before, which is not a lot because I never used to read about it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's still way more than I ever did before. And so I opened like, the Wikipedia article and went like, I'm mad now. <laughs> what is money? Uh, yeah. Il <laughs> 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 huh? There, uh, jokes aside, economists yeah. are saying that uh, the reason that all of this is happening, I mean, there are a lot of, like, you could go into micro mm -hmm. and find a lot of micro reasons, but the macro reason this is all happening is because everyone expected a recession and acted accordingly. Um, and this is one of the first times in history where when the governments of the world um, are trying to fight inflation, it didn't result in, an, in a like, full-scale recession. This is kind of half, like half artificial. It's half just a reaction to what people thought would happen. And it's a little bit mysterious. I shared an article with you all uh, on Investopedia called About That Recession We Were Bracing For. And this is economists talking to economists. This is like, that's, the, you know, the, the target audience is not mainstream here. It is uh, money people talking to money people. And what they're saying is that they're expecting next year to, to be on an upswing, at least to flat rate, but on an upswing, because the, basically the whole industry, uh, the, the, the money industry, was bracing for an impact that never hit. Right. And the only impact we felt is them reacting to that bracing. Like their their flinch, yeah. Um, I mean, I hope the, they're right. I hope so. I mean, the expectation I've heard is that it will stay very tight for the next year. Twenty twenty four does not seem like it'll be good for investment at the moment, but we do expect sort of like a mid year investment boom. Yeah, mid year, uh, at least in games, anyway. Uh, yeah, that's true. Will... They're not talking about games. They're talking about yeah. in general, and games usually kind of follows a little bit behind, a little bit late. So. Yeah. 
so it'll be interesting like yeah. you know it's a strange it's a strange year like it's a bad year anything that wasn't super stable went down like i mean league of geeks went from like being in great health yeah. to being you know like yes. losing an entire team in a game in like what looks like no time like there was yeah. no indication that this was going to happen unity effectively having to admit that they were going to collapse like i think in game specifically there's been a lot of overinvestment yeah. Uh, during COVID, like a lot of people went like, well, games are going to be forever the big thing now. And then we are a big thing, but not that big. Um, you oh, know, things like Embracer, over-investing, like... Yeah. And outside of like, you know, recession impacts also, like, because this is uh, recent on it, just give a shout out to our friends at Insomniac Games. Yeah. Who, uh, just recently suffered like a criminal data breach, basically, yeah. with uh, so much information got uh, leaked, including uh, employee data, which is like the the worst part of this. Yeah. So Absolutely. yeah, shout out to those guys. You know, like they're uh, yeah, everybody. Had it's a there. really terrible thing that happened, and I hope the the criminals get caught and get brought into justice. Yeah. Our hearts go out to you. Yeah, what a what a awful way also to just end the year. Especially and when they have such an amazing game that came out this right. year. Right, like yeah. Spider-Man 2, like, incredible. And then this is how you end the year. Like, you know, I've I've been talking to some folks there, and it's just, you know, very, very sad. Yeah. yeah. I mean, leaks generally are bad. This is not a leak. This is a criminal cyber attack. Yeah. yeah. It was With a black attack. Like, that's even worse, you know? Yeah. It's even worse. Yeah, yeah. Um, like even when leaks happen, generally, like th this is on a different level. But like when GTA Six got leaked and the fans saw it and they're like, "Ah, oh, it doesn't look good," because they're judging a unfinished early game to what they expect uh, as a game. It shows one thing, uh, a little bit of, of a tangent, that we really need, we also need to do a better job communicating to uh, the market of you know how games look at the very beginning of it because the same thing happened uh, when. Wolverine was leaked with the Insomniac thing. Um, like I saw comments flying around. I'm trying. I was. I'm trying to avoid the like the anything to do with the leak. Period. It's hard to log on Twitter and avoid it. To be honest, yeah, it's stuff it floating awesome. around everywhere. Well, the yeah. comments are like quote retweeting. You know, this and this doesn't look finished. I'm like, yes, it's not finished. Right. <laughs> <What do> you, <laughs> You're not supposed you to see this. I mean, what do you expect? Like, I think it, it'll be really hard for us to sort of do that. But what we really need is like an equivalent of the mental awareness of like a green screen. Yes, that's what yes. we need. We need mm -hmm. people to understand that earlier in game development, games just look like that. And I don't know how we do that. It's probably like gray boxes. We need something. to start to explain to people what the what dojos mean, maybe. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> maybe we need to publish a lot of a lot more like gameplay in dojos from now on. So that yeah. <laughs> and that material like exists behind the vault at G on GDC and but in GDC. videos on on YouTube. But like it doesn't like we we don't. The, the the clients are not faced with it. That's the problem. Right. It's like, well, yeah, other but GDC puts it behind a six hundred dollar vault door. Yeah, like they call it a vault. I'm still angry at that. <laughs> anyway, let's not talk about that. <laughs> let's talk about some of the good things that happened this year in terms of games, uh, because you know we we have we still have time. We still we have, have time. time. <laughs> we have time. But if I the game of the year have yet to be announced, right? Like it's coming out in the next based, week. <laughs> based on the previous. Uh, discussions on game of the year we had 
We're going to be mostly agreeing for the first 40 minutes of this upcoming conversation <laughs> and then argue about the top two for 40 minutes. <laughs> so Sounds about right. How about we just get started with some of our favorite games of the year? Like, not necessarily like, you know, top five, but like, how about this? How about each of us name some games that we think we all can agree on? Yeah. Okay. I can okay. do that. Okay. How about Fauzi start? Uh, I'll take the easiest one. Baldur's Gate 3. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, that's top ten material for all of us, I'm sure. Yeah, yes. there, there's no way it's not right. Like yeah. that is that that is a, just a, an achievement. Let's talk a bit more about where, when, what. Uh, we think that's up there, but like, let me mark it in our super secret Habibis. Yeah. Um, Excel sheet. Excel yeah. sheet where we uh, some of us spelled it differently. Bouldersgate. Boulder. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't me. Well, Everyone's gonna like, assume it's me. It's not me. I won't say who it is. Listen, is if, if it's not you, you're that. you're just out at Fauzi here. So. No, no, this is not me. I okay. <laughs> Fauzi was just so excited. Yeah. I want to go back and like misspell all the other games. <laughs> I just I just recently moved to uh, to iOS and autocorrect is still learning. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's still learning what I'm doing, and it's uh, also like because when I type, sometimes I type one sentence would have two to three languages. Right, so yeah, my yeah. keyboard really needs some time until it learns me, and in the meantime, yeah. I just. Typo, yep. <laughs> typo yeah. for days. Like on everything I write, tweets, messages, I have that, email. Amazing. I have that problem. Like my keyboard will always, even when I, I type mostly in English, it'll always pick the French spelling of a word <laughs> all the time, like by default. Except when I'm writing in French, and then I'll pick right. the English one. So yeah, it's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Osama, yes. what's the game you think all three of us agree on? All right, Spider Man Two. Okay. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, is it on right. all your lists? It's, it's, it's not on my list. No, Rami, no. combo breaker. All right, sorry. two out of three. Right. Sorry, sorry. I'll, I'm going to color code these. I know nobody else can Rami, see the Excel sheet, but I'm going to color code these. Especially after what Insomniac has been through, man. How could you? Yeah, I know. I, but I want to be, be honest to them. Like, I, it's, it's something about the Spider-Man games that just doesn't click with me. And, that's fair. and I think we talked about it on, yeah. the, uh, on the episode where we discussed it, but there's just something about... I like the swing around the city, but it's not enough for me to like the game, and the combat doesn't feel like it fits for me. And that's that's sort of been my interesting my okay. problem with Spider-Man is like it feels off from what I want from a Spider-Man game. All right, um, so, but it's so, clearly superbly made, right? Like, yeah. When I play it, I'm like, wow, yeah. very well done. I, I think it's it's really 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 polished, and there's too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that too, that too. Yeah, that's my take. It's a great game. There's too much game. That's I right. would have liked a little less game. For me, I just felt like it's one of the few games this year that I had a hard time putting down the controller. Yeah, well, fair. You know. Okay. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna put Venba. Yeah, that's yeah, what I should have said. Yeah. Oh, that one oh, okay, okay. Good, that's all mine. Yeah, good, for sure. Good, good, good. Yeah. Okay, combo's back on then. Yeah, combo's back on. Fauzi, anything you think all of us agree on? Uh, cocoon. Yes. Yep. Yep. All right. Cocoon is, cocoon, is, cocoon is very, very good. We got three for Cocoon. We did. Okay, mm. for, Osama, don't, 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 don't get don't it wrong. Combo break? Okay. Hi-Fi Rush. Yeah. 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 All right, good. Yeah. I got, I got, you got three. You got, yes, it. You got, you got it. it. You got it. You got it. Hi-Fi Rush is amazing. It's a good game. Run. Hi. 
Uh, is it my turn again? Yes. Yes. Oh God, I can't, I can't, I can't say Destiny because it's not true. Because <laughs> um, we're not looking um, for our favorite games now. We're trying to match not, with the other people and see if we got. Uh, it. I think Osama, you mentioned you didn't play Alan Wake Two yet. I have not. No. No. So that that's out. Then um, I think all of us liked uh, a space for the Unbound. Yes. I I didn't. Ooh. You didn't. You didn't like it. Uh, it was a lot of reading. I, <laughs> I, I didn't dislike it. I just like, fell off. <laughs> okay. All right. I broke the combo. I'm sorry. Right. Um, Says me again. Yeah. Uh, Zelda, Tears of the King. Yes, of course. You know, I was very close to not putting it on the list, but Oof. I did. I did. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can't wait yeah. for that combo. Yeah, that's gonna be a conversation. I was I I am prepared for this. I'm also prepared for when my game of the year list goes live to get a lot of to get a lot of opinions about that. Yeah, opinions is a light way to discuss. Yep. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay. My turn. My turn. Uh Street Fighter 6. Yes. I actually have it on there. I'm normally wow. not the biggest fighting game fan. I was but... holding my breath for for Rami, but no, yeah. you got it. Too. No, yeah, no. That was that was oh. very very well done. Okay, I feel uh, like we're playing Wordle. Yeah, right. <laughs> a little bit. It's like you uh, guess. Uh, you can guess the uh, top ten or go fish. <laughs> right. Um, dredge. Yes. I did not play it. Oh, oh you're missing out, you're, mate. But you're also in for a treat. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. I did not okay. play it. Yeah. Okay, Fauzi. Uh, Super Mario Wonder. I yep. haven't played it. Okay, we're getting to the point where we're not we're not agreeing about things anymore. So that's good. Let's do one yeah. or two more. And but that's also I, not a disagreement. Yeah, I no, just I know. Play. It's, like a, also, it's, it's hard a two to... out of three. So right. we've had as... the game of the years uh, be in the top three before. So yeah, yeah. It's true. Okay. Um, what what who who voted last? It was I went I with the Super Mario Wonder. So now it's Osama. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, Osama's turn. <clears throat> Let's see. Uh, I don't know if there's any chance of Senar. Have you? Oh, I love that. Okay, Frozen I did not play it. I don't oh. play it. Okay, so we're at Frozen that. Frozen is in for a lot of indie indie gems. Did um. Did y'all play um, uh, the Karateka documentary? No. I saw a video of it. It looks interesting. A yeah, game good. documentary, but it didn't play it's it. It's good. All right. All right. Well, uh, Fauci, did you play it? No, I did not. Okay. All right. We're getting to the point where there's one. If, if all three of us get a one game, then I think yeah. we're going to move on to just discussing. Yeah. Because, like, at this point, at this point, like, there are so many games that came out this year, and we all have a million things going on. I'm impressed that we played so many games in common. Let's let's be <laughs> right, but also like we we need to figure out what those games are. Yeah, to have a discussion. So. Oh, I agree, I agree. I'm not saying you're doing anything wrong. I'm just saying this is impressive already. Right? Because there's 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 so many game of the year contenders. So, that you know, just our top those. influencers are like the Habibis. <laughs> like I feel like if Osama says play this, I'm like yeah. okay. Yeah, let's that's go. True. That's so true. We're, we're kind of cheating a little. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little less impressed with us now. Yeah. Thank you, Ron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, Fauzi tweets about something or Fauzi talks yeah. about something. I'm like, okay, 
Let's true. That, let's true. skip everything else. Yeah, it's uh, the same for me. When you guys yep. recommend something, it'll be my Absolutely. moves on to the top of my right. list. I, one, one more from you. Oof. All right. Uh, should I? I know. Well, the one of the two, one of you might have not played. Yeah, Good. go for it. Final Fantasy sixteen. I, I loved it. Played. I love that game. Yeah, not not me. I mean, not me playing, not not me loving. Right, so <laughs> that I'm just a, confused it more. I have a complex relationship with this game. Uh, yeah, me too. Me too. Okay. Osama, so one more from you. Star Wars Jedi Survivor. I uh, I bounced off of that very hard. Uh okay. Yeah, I I don't know why because I love the first one, but I just but, I just bounced. Fair, okay. So that the, no one that's a that's a combo breaker. That's what we were waiting for. The one yeah. where it's only one yeah. recommendation. It's not on right. either of your well, lists. Yeah. Um. From this point, then let's all of us add one game that we think hasn't been mentioned that really should be on the list. Yeah. Okay. Um. We have um, Alan Wake, right? We have Alan Wake because Osama didn't play it, but yeah. but I think uh, it should be there. But two of us, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna pull up uh, Armored Core Six. I did not play it. Me either. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna mention it anyway. All right, uh, Fauzi. Another which game. One be, which one should be on there that we haven't discussed? Should be on there that we haven't discussed. Oh. It's hard for me to narrow it to one. I have two that I think. Okay, we'll do we'll do two for you then. Yeah, do two, Osama. I think okay. I'm good actually. All right. All my so big my all my big games are on there. Good. So my two, one of them is called Cobalt Core. Mm. It, it's a deck building shoot 'em up, but it's turn based, and yeah. it is delightful. Uh, and I only found out about it very, very, very close to the end of the year and really should be considered. I have not played it. Yeah, it's, it's good. I, I had not considered it as yeah. uh, as um, Game of the Year, but it, it's, it's very it's very fun. Is that a combo breaker or will we move it up? Um <sighs> let's just let's just keep it in the let's keep it in the following like it is it is a very good game mm -hmm. so. my my second i don't know if it qualifies y'all tell me if, if it does or not uh golden idol mysteries the two expansion dlcs they mm. are magnificent but the one of them is called the spider of lanka and the other is the lemurian vampire it is they, they bring something new to the game uh, and yet feel exactly like the ones before and are delightful and have good mysteries and a really cool story. But does that count? Like, combined, they're about the same length as Golden Idol Mysteries. They're almost a game, but they were released separately as two DLCs. Yeah, I didn't realize that it's uh, almost the same length. I didn't play the DLCs yet. I love the original game. Yeah, I, I love the DLCs just as much. Okay, I think uh, um, did we did did Case Golden Idol win win? It, it uh, was top ten. Do, it was yeah, top we, ten. We last... mentioned it as top ten, didn't we? Yeah, it was top ten last year. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, it, it's not a bad thing to put it on there. It, it's a very good game, and any reason for people to go back to that is a 
is a good reason, I think. Yeah, uh, realistically, uh, I don't think it'll make top ten because I'm the only one who played it, and but still, I wanted right. to at least have it as an honorable mention. Ah, right, yeah, fair enough. Um, well, okay, so I have a bit of a, I have a bit of a, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna list three games and I'm gonna I'm gonna list them, but I don't think we're gonna uh, seriously go go further with them. But I, I do want to list them. Um, I thought uh, Turbo Overkill was surprisingly good um and i really really enjoyed it um it is a um it is a very old school kind of game in a nice way um very fast paced shoot shoot things uh very doom very quake very uh very um um juke nukem 3d very fast um it just made me nostalgic uh, but it's really well, it's really well executed. And I did play that one actually. Kind of um, hard to execute those games well, surprisingly. Yeah, I did. I did play actually Turbo Overkill. It was pretty good. I liked it yeah. as well. Yeah, I had a great time with it. Um, then I want to mention Goodbye Volcano High. Yes. Um, which I thought was uh, really, really well done. I agree. Um, the thing is, I have to abstain from voting for that one because I am friends with like the entire development, the entire team. company. It's, yeah, it's made in Montreal. It's like it's not even like one of those we're friends with everybody in the industry type thing. Like I'm close friends with a few right. people. Right, many of those people. Yeah, yeah. I can so one hundred percent. Like I cut out like, yeah. from consideration. Fair enough. And the other one that I cut out from consideration is Sea of Stars because I somewhat consulted on it. So okay, fair that would enough. Be unfair. Fair enough. <laughs> Somewhat what? Sorry, I didn't hear. Consulted, Consulted. like, you know, ah. I, I know the dev team. Uh, I'm in the credits of the messenger. I think I'm in the credits of this one, too. I wouldn't be surprised if I was. So it's one of those I am somewhat involved in it. Shouldn't. Yeah, I have it on my list, actually. Sea of yeah. Stars. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Uh, I have it, I have it too. Um, and then um, I want to just quick shout outs. I think Chia and uh, Thirsty Suitors just as like good examples yeah. of the kind of games I want to see more of. Agreed. Um, both of them for me, like not game of the year games per se, but definitely just like more of this, please. Yes. Much more of this, please. Yes. Cool. Okay, then we have, I think we have a fairly good list of like, I'm just going to, I'm going to do maintenance now on the sheet. So, uh, y'all, 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 y'all uh, talk about fighting games or something. For a minute <laughs> I figure that out. So, so uh, I took a glance at Rami's side and uh, I fixed this, but uh, not only did Rami have Street Fighter 6 on his list, he had it twice. So <laughs> It was very good. It was very good. It's but it's the only game you had twice. I didn't know if I should expect it on your list at all. And you had it twice? Uh, he, has, have... uh, he has Turbo Overkill twice as well. Oh, uh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> it's, to, to me, the thing, the thing about Street Fighter is I feel like I want to like fighting games way more than I usually do. Yeah. Like, I just, I, I really want to. I'm like that with RTSs. I love RTSs, right. but I'm so terrible at them that I fall off them quickly, but I buy like every one. Right. <laughs> I, play, I play them all and I'm just like, no, nah, I'm not going to learn any build orders. I'm just going to play the tutorial and stop playing this. Practice. Right. Yeah. So final uh, Street Fighter, Street Fighter six for me was the one that made me feel like, okay, this one is made for me. Yeah. And the yeah. thing that got to me about that game is then I talked to a lot of people that like fighting games and they were like, no, it's made for me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, wait, it's made for both? Yeah, yeah. it's made for everybody. Yeah. yeah. 
That's, That's know, incredible to me. They took the best mechanics from like Street Fighter 3, Street Fighter yeah. 2, Street Fighter 4, Street Fighter 5, and added new ones, and then they beautifully balanced all of them in like probably the best Street Fighter. Yeah. Ever? Uh, like, uh, arguably the best Street Fighter. Like, honestly, you can make that case. Uh, what is amazing about it is that modern controls really makes it uh, approachable. And I know a whole bunch of like fighting game purists who have been playing two for a long time who switched over to modern controls, which is a thing I didn't expect at all. Wow. Yeah, I didn't expect that either. Yeah. A lot of folks that uh, that play these kind of games are kind of pur- yeah. purists at times. Yeah. You you know my friend Haytham, right? He came yeah. on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him. We have been playing Street Fighter together since like we were 12. Since we right. were really, really, really young, and he switched over to modern controls. Wow, it's shocking to me. Yeah, it's I didn't see that coming. No, no judgment, of course. It's well, no, 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 for he sure. wants. I'm, I'm just fine. saying it's that good. Right. I want to do a shout out to Destiny too. Yeah, just because I like that game. So I just, <laughs> Every yeah, just wanted, just want, just wanted to put that in there. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's move on because that's the only time I got to talk about Destiny two. This episode. <laughs> Thank you. To, um, shout out to Destiny two. Shout yeah, out. Shout to, out to uh, Destiny two. <laughs> shout out to Game Pass. We need to get like the old. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it's all in there. It's all in there. <laughs> we haven't shouted out Agent Smith in a while either. Yeah. No, no. You, you, you know, we've been, we've been, we've been very polite. Yeah. <laughs> shout out to Agent Smith. Yeah. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Uh, if you hear me talk about fireworks, I mean fireworks. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, so we have a list of uh, 17 games for consideration. They have Spider-Man on there twice. Oh, 16 wow. games for consideration. <laughs> wow. It didn't make his list, but it made our list twice. Yep. <laughs> uh, which, uh, if you can take a quick check while I read them, if I'm missing anything. I have uh, on our list, in no particular order, Baldur's Gate 3, Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom, Hi-Fi Rush, Venba, Cocoon, Super Mario Wonder, A Space for the Unbound, Alan Wake 2, Final Fantasy 16, Spider-Man 2, Chance of Sonar, Cobalt Core, Armored Core 6, Karataka, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, and the DLCs for the Golden Idol Mysteries. Wait, uh, what's Karataka? Did we talk about this? Oh, it's a documentary. The Karataka it's a documentary, documentary. game. Ah, it okay. only got my vote, but... yeah. You know, it got not the vote. original that didn't come out in 2023. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> no the playable documentary of Karataka. Yes, um, it needs to go down to 10 and we need to order them. Yeah, so, um, shall we just start with like figuring out what doesn't make it? Because, like, I think this we can be 16. fairly quickly. Yeah, so we need to like eliminate six, six ish. I feel, I feel like a lot of the games that can be eliminated are games that didn't play. Uh, right. Um, so, yeah. so I don't know. Like, um, I haven't played Cobalt Core, Armored Core, Karataka, yeah. and the Golden Idol DLCs. So yeah. does anybody want to make a, a, a case for them, then? I, I think it's very fair that Golden Idol DLC is cut, because it's DLC yeah. and it breaks It's the DLC, yeah. yeah. Okay, so even cool. though I'm happy I mentioned it, Happy yeah. Okay. Back. Cool. Um, I do want to make a bit of a case for Karataka. Go for it. Why well, it should make it? Because um, I think as an industry we have sort of like a, a large problem with like archiving, mm-hmm. and it's not a straightforward problem. Like games are not something you can hang on a wall or just put in a vault, right? Like they need to be playable. And what the Karataka documentary really does incredibly well. It is it is both a documentary, but it's also a playable documentary 
Mm. Um, so they include um, a playable versions of the game um, throughout um, throughout sort of like the uh, the documentary. You get to play like versions of the game as it develops. It has um, it has archive material. It has videos, and it, it this really looks a shows... lot like Atari Fifty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little bit. Um, just very focused this time. And one of the things I really liked about it is like, while it is a very, um, it is a very good documentary. It feels like the first time the historical context of a game has been properly saved mm. to anything. I and, really, I really hope they make a Street Fighter version of this. I would love to I, like, you know, swap between the different types of Street Fighters live as they were being developed. You right. Much from this. Well, I, so Digital Eclipse, as as far as you pointed out, also did Atari Fifty. Uh, so this is sort of like an expansion on that idea. So I think this is what they want to do. Wait, what's Atari Fifty? I missed that. No, Atari Fifty was on my top games last year. It's basically yeah. a museum, oh, a digital yes. museum of all Atari games. Yep. Yeah, yes, I knew this. I Amazing. Yeah. This. So the Digital Eclipse is focused on like. How do we preserve game history? And I think Atari 50 was cool. Mm-hmm. I think the making of Karataka is the start of something really, really important. If mm-hmm. they can give more games this particular treatment, yes, um, we will finally have a way to sort of like save video game history in a meaningful way. Obviously, these interactive experiences need to be saved, <laughs> but um, it is a great step. Um, yeah, they did the the Street Fighter 30th anniversary collection as well. Oh, that was them. Yeah, that was them. Yeah, so now we're going through it. Like they've been they've been at it for a while. I think they've just been perfecting their craft. Uh, and I think but, this is it. That that's yeah. kind of the 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 the, the argument I want to make. Is like I think this is finally it. This is how you preserve video games, not just the games itself, but also. The people, the reasons, the context, why it was made, what it meant for the industry. Because obviously Karataka is not necessarily the best known game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it did evolve into Prince of Persia. Yeah. I right? knew it, but that was, mm-hmm. I'm a fighting game fanatic. So <clears throat> yeah, I played it a lot uh, back then yeah, as well. Same. So um, I want to make an argument for that one. Okay. Uh, that's a good argument. Um, right. Is it top 10 though, Rami? Yeah, I think so. I think yeah, so. in I terms think of... Because like top ten, we're not we don't have criteria. Impact could be one of our criteria, right? And this is potentially impactful or meaningful, right? It was it. it I think it is industry changing. Yeah. So for me, yes, I think it deserves top ten. I I feel uh, that's great. Is it okay if we move on to other games? Yeah, let's go. Yeah. Um, I'm okay with dropping Star Wars Jedi Survivor um, because it barely made my list and it didn't make anyone else's. Uh, the parts I loved, I really, really loved, but I honestly fell off it a few times and had to force myself. What to did you love? Um, I really, really loved the battle, the the, the, the boss fights, like combat, uh, yeah. but specifically the boss fights. Yeah. Um, I thought that like the, the it wasn't God of War where it was seamless between the cinematics. I really did feel like I was in a boss fight the whole time, but it felt. I hate using this word. It felt real. It felt like the the enemy had their own intentions in the fight, and were not just you know choreographed. There for you, yeah. yes. That's um, cool. I I really liked the world building as well. 
what I didn't like, it was the same thing I didn't like in the first game. It was the level design. It was better this time, but I'm often just, I, I, I get into a combat sequence and I'm like, okay, where am I? Like, just right. a little bit more make the goal clear. And I know yeah. hand-holding is a bad word right now, but in linear games, like you, I feel you need it more than in open world games where you can Honestly, go anywhere. Osama, it is it is one of the reasons I bounced off of that game because yeah. like I I really like the first uh, the first uh, what was it Star Wars uh, uh, Jedi Order yeah Jedi Order okay. yeah I really like that game I had issues with it but it, it it was really good I played through it it was like you know a week of me just playing every evening and then I, I finished it um and I had a great time with it. Yeah. And then with Jedi Survivor, I started and I, I played the intro sequence. And, you know, it, it starts with one of those, like, things go bad yeah. sequences. Yeah. And, like, it wasn't long after that. And I just kept getting turned around. And I started yeah. seeing all the things I had to unlock and play through. And it just, yeah, I don't know. I just bounced off. It just, it, you know, it was like another one of those, like, oh, here's an obstacle. And you need to figure out how to get past it. Yeah. I, I was like, yep, yep. Okay. Cool. It was a game I fell off several times, but yeah. I, there was enough for me to want to go back. So, like, uh, this isn't about the perfect game. This is about our, yeah, our, our favorite games, and there's a lot <clears> of love <throat> about it. That's why. But, yeah, okay. no, that's a good contender for Cut. Okay. Um, another one I could talk about is Cobalt Core. Um, yeah. I think it should still be considered it, because it's one of those games where it doesn't look all that special in screenshots, it doesn't do one thing completely new. But it is just a beautiful, it's a designer's game. It's a beautiful yeah. elegance of combination of little things in just the right way that's never been brought together before. That, right. uh, like, I, hats off to you, Cobalt Core. You did an amazing job. I'm sure that's not the name of the person who made it <laughs> or the people who made it. No, it was made, made it. by, uh, by uh, Rat, uh, Rat, 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 uh, Rocket Rat. Rocket, Rocket Rat. Rat. Hats off yeah. to you, Rocket Rat. Yeah, like that was great. I think at the very least it deserves an honorable mention, but I would like it to be considered and not cut instead. Yeah, I mean, I I, I really like Cobalt Core. I, I actually hadn't considered it uh, for the list, but like, I think I don't remember who wrote it, but there was a review that said once more onto the breach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. actually, I, onto the I, breach I, is wow. I didn't think about that. It felt that tight. You know how Onto yeah. the Breach, the levels feel like they're puzzles that were designed yep. intentionally, but they're not. It's just like really, really, really tight systems. That's yep. how Cobalt Core feels. And that's exactly it. And that's what I was really impressed about as well. Like I really, I, I did really like that game. I hadn't considered it for my um, game of the year list just because I guess there's been so much good stuff. So many, yeah. But uh, I, I have no objections to, to keeping it for now. Excellent. Okay. Um, let's see, Fauzi. Any any game that you feel should be cut, or could be cut, that you put on there? That I put on there, and we can cut. Yeah. Um, as much as I hate to either, it's either Final Fantasy or Space for the Unbound. Of those games. Yeah, that's a rough one. Um, I was not gonna object for the space of the unbound because I know that's a me thing. Um, like, what was Disco Elysium is another one of those where I can tell it's really, really, really good, but my patience doesn't allow me to read games that is just text, text, text. I have a different space in my mind for that. So, like, it's right. one of those I wouldn't object to. I 
and Space for the Unbound felt the same way, where it was, yeah, I, I, I'm sorry, I know this is a weird quirk, but it's my quirk, uh, and yeah, it's no, definitely it's okay, related then. to my ADHD. Okay, to yeah, I can't play text-heavy games like that. It's too much. I, can, I can't play them for too long sustainably. But I, that's why I was going to just recuse myself to not make an argument for it. This is one of the rare games on our list here that I have played and wouldn't vote for, because the rest, I just didn't play. You know, right. I can see like the shortcomings that uh, Salma mentioned, but at the same time, like it's such a monumental game, not just for what it is, but also for like the Indonesian game dev industry. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I really loved it. It felt very genuine, and I think it was like Osama. One thing that might be good to know is that the game is not extraordinarily long. Yeah. Uh, it is okay. like it is like twelve hours, right? Like you're okay. you're gonna be busy, but if you set aside like an hour every week or something, you can get through it, and you will find something very genuine. I believe it. Uh, I, I have absolutely believe it. I I felt the specialness of it, right? That's why I brought right. up Disco Elysium. I know Disco Elysium is a masterpiece. I played maybe six hours of it. Uh, right. This I played, I think, two hours of it. Uh, but still, I could tell that it's really, really, really good. Okay. All right, um, let's let's keep it on there. Yeah, no objections. Because I, I would I would I would vote for keeping it. Um, and the other one was Final Fantasy sixteen that you were considering. Yeah, I really liked Final Fantasy sixteen. I I think it's it's a flawed game. I, okay, Fozzy, let, let's let's spar on this because I think it's a flawed game. But I would love to know why you think it's a flawed game. I think um, the 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 flaw, in my opinion, is that it. it it is somewhere in between. It didn't. It yeah. is like it didn't go too far in action or too far in RPG. It's in this weird place in between where I feel like it's not completely satisfying for neither. Yeah, that that's like my biggest. Uh, like I think like the the combat, like the Devil May Cry style combat, is good. But Devil May style, Devil May Cry is a lot more complex and in depth and stylish and all of that. Mm. Um, the RPG systems are there, but they're not as uh, you don't, you don't build characters and customize them in the same way that you would in previous Final Fantasy games. Right. Um, so it's it's like it's uh, it's I like that they tried to take it in that approach, and I like a lot of things about it, especially narratively. I like a lot of things about it. Um, but yeah, it's also part of the reason why it's flawed. Uh, a big flaw for me is their side quests, uh, which really, which is at first just really uh, odd side quests that by the end of the game become super important. Right. <laughs> and it comes out of no, like in the beginning, it's just really. Uh, Odd fetch quest, you know, go to the end of the room, get me this item, and then like you walk, you get the item and come back, or like go serve food in the restaurant <laughs> uh, five times and then come back and you get like you know like it's I like, like that though really odd side quests that I feel <laughs> got super important at the end of the game. I, I I really like that. I think it was one of the like I, I think the only other game that really gave me the the feeling of like having to build up the trust with people to like get actual jobs from them was was uh, Red Dead Redemption Two, mm. which I think really nailed that. Um, but like it it felt like sure there are some exceptions, but like most of the characters didn't really trust Clive. 
to start with mm-hmm. and kind of had to like figure out like they would welcome him into their middle but not like love him or like trust him to just go do things yeah i actually felt that that that, that I, for me that landed really well so that's uh, kind of surprising for me yeah, the, uh, the side quests at the beginning like really <laughs> didn't land for me at all but at the, no, at the I, end of them like came like you know uh, became very important to the to the story yeah but at the beginning yeah. felt very inconsequential yeah i think it's also because up until that sort of like um up until the tutorial ends kind of everything needs to be non-consequential yeah right because uh, there's like a big story beat like somewhere in the wow. in the first third of the game that sort of like wraps up act one yeah um so yeah i can see i can see it's that. such an odd game like you know I don't, it is a I very didn't, odd game i didn't like the exploration in that game yet at the same time i really like the world of that game you know yeah yeah I think for me, Final Fantasy 16 would have not been a contender had I not replayed it on New Game Plus. Because mm-hmm. um, I think that's really where the game like shines, and I, I hold that against it, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also where the more Devil May Cry parts really like break through properly. Yeah. Uh, you know, like mix matching your your um, your dominance, your icon abilities. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I don't know if you've played the recent DLC, Fauzi. No, I haven't. But uh, the final battle of that thing is a sweat fest. Really? It is genuinely like one of the most fun fights I've had in any. Like that combat system mm. can do so much. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's limited compared to a Devil May Cry, but it, I think where it's sitting, mm-hmm. it, it didn't find its confidence in being what it is. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why it feels a lot like it's not one or the other. But I think there's a type of game here that is like less agency than an RPG um, and less like spectacular than a Devil May Cry, but like a combination of the two somewhere in the middle that is really accessible. And I'm watching my mom um, play the third act of it now. Mm -hmm. I like the accessibility of the game is just incredible. Mm. right like that that's the other part like i would have never imagined my mom playing a devil may cry style action game but here she is yeah um yeah i i know i i love that about this game like it it scales in interesting ways well yeah that's why i have mixed feelings about it there's so much that's good i understand there's so much that's good and there's so much that's weird (laughs) (laughs) fair enough what do we do with it if you vote against it then i think we can drop it i don't know man like I, I feel strongly stronger for it than some of the other stuff. But then again, yeah. I didn't play Cobalt Core or Karateka. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So okay. Know. Well, let's 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 keep it in for now. Yeah, keep it shall we now. shall we just talk about the ones that we know are gonna be there? At least yes. like we know what we're finding. Yeah, because over. I think I think the only other one I would need to make an argument for because neither of you have played it is Armored Core. Yeah. yeah. And I'm I'm trying to find how I would explain to you why I like that game, but the honest story is I just really like big robots. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all and you need, really. This is the first good big robot game in a very long time. Yeah, uh, it did a few good things. It has a near automata kind of like replayable story. Oh yeah. Uh, it has a really good sort of like new game plus mode where you keep everything you have, but the enemies don't necessarily get more powerful. So you start the game really struggling. 
mm-hmm. and you end the game with just like an unbeatable steamroller of a mass like mass robot you know destruction machine mm-hmm. um it's very satisfying it has like the slowest build up from like i'm not sure if i can do this fight to like oh hey that boss i played at the start of the game anyway it's gone hmm. um like there's this boss very early on that i think i tried 30 40 50 times like dark souls like level of like try again try again try again try again try again and then when i came across it in like my third new game plus round i don't think it finished its spawn animation <laughs> um and that's very fascinating to me it's very much about building the right the right mech for the right situation that's very much what the game is about mm-hmm. uh, it had a really ugly difficulty spike um when i played it but apparently they smoothened that out since i haven't confirmed that but i believe it um so it's it's a strong like everybody should play it if you like big robots and you like sort of like this the tempo of if you like the feeling of dark souls game but you think dark souls is too slow armored core is about like zip zoof like giant robots and then like sticking a giant laser sword down the the the, the arm of one um and then unloading four thousand missiles uh it's it's great strong recommend that sounds like fun actually it's so much fun it's so much fun um but can i genuinely argue it should be in the same list as you know the other games no 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 but you should play it (laughs) so okay let's drop it i'm i'm dropping armored core six neither of you have it so yeah that's, we're good. I we're going to be dropping a lot of games we love. That's what this is about. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I just wanted to mention I added Dredge to the list because both me and Rami had voted for it. We mentioned it and then we, we omitted it from the list for yeah. reasons. So, yeah. You it know deserves what? to at least to be discussed. Let's discuss it now then, Osama, because I have sure. arguments in favor and I have a really big argument against. Okay. Well, how about you go first? I love. I loved everything about Dredge. But it is the most, of all the games I've ever played, I don't think I've ever been more disappointed in an ending. Uh, like, okay. never. It like, <laughs> And it's, it's weird because Dredge sets itself up for failure through its successes. Yeah. There, there's no way they could have avoided it. It's, it's a game that presents itself as one thing, mm. kind of is not that thing, mm-hmm. right? Um. It has this very uneasy vibe that sort of like builds up, but like any game with a mystery at the heart of it, paying a mystery off at the scale that Dredge builds it up to, it's like trying to wrap up Lost, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> As it, I don't think they could have landed it. Yeah. What is it? Uh, what is this game? So it's like okay. Can I can I can I explain? Yeah, try try it, try it because it's a hard game to explain. It is it is very hard. So you, you're um, in you're a fisher person, like a fisherman, I assume. If you're yeah. a man playing yeah. it, and I was, uh, and you're in this, uh, you start off on this island, and they they tell you that there are like monsters and ghosts in the sea, so you can't travel at night. But the thing is, it's inventory management. The game you go out and fish. And then you have to like Tetris the fish into your uh, hold, uh, like, and then come back. So the t- when you come back is sometimes decided by you and sometimes not. So sometimes 
you're at this point where you you're like, okay, it's almost nighttime, but I can just go get a few more fish. I can just like you know put it in my hold, and like the, that is like the game. The game is about getting upgrading your ship, upgrading your hold, and upgrading uh, the different fishing hooks that you have to get different types of fish uh, and in itself that's satisfying because each fish has its own mini game and you're also getting things that are not fish like you could find uh different resource uh, like salvage mm-hmm. to upgrade your ship so that's the game on the other side that's also not the game the game is a horror <laughs> fishing game where there are these it, it like, alan wake the fisher game. yes exactly there are all these eyes looking at you like from the sea there are these big monster fish that i'm not going to spoil right now and there's this mystery that's overlapping all of it that is so well written the yep. the reason i love this game and i i don't disagree with anything rami said the ending was uh, lackluster but the, the game itself was so much more the sum of its parts like it's yep. so elegant in how they were able to get so much out of a simple you know fishing system simple inventory management system simple dialogue system and a very simple um what do you call it uh uh like fish like you're moving on the water on a boat yeah. system uh, it's traversal it's yeah. yeah traversal yeah. is what i was looking for yeah. that that's the entire game is that and somehow it comes together in this epic thing that always makes you at the edge like always always a lot of anticipation and anxiety in some situations and delight when you succeed things fauzi you play you played uh, alan wake too right yes i will say alan wake is incredible but there are moments in dredge that walk that anxiety line better than alan wake ever did wow really it is it is bonkers it just it is not as even yeah. as Alan Wake 2, and it, it didn't stick the landing. I think the best way to play Dredge is to play it for like 97% of the game <laughs> and then not? just pretend that you're that your fisherman like retired or something. Like because uh, the, the you know the story just doesn't it they couldn't they couldn't have done it. I don't I don't know you I I can't you know, sometimes you look at a game and you say, like, okay, the way you build this is flawless, and because it is flawless, it could not work. And yeah. that's what Dredge is. I don't disagree. The thing is, I agree with everything that you said. I didn't feel as let down by the ending, because I honestly, the entire game was better than I expected. The ending was a, about as good as I expected of a game of, of, with those parts, which was a letdown. But, you right. know, it wasn't like I was expecting something phenomenal. It was, it was, the entire game was about doing so much with so little that right. when the ending was like, oh, it's, you know, pretty much what I would expect of a game of this budget, this the, you know size team. Yeah. It was, I was kind of meh about it, but the, it didn't rob me of the experience of the rest of the game. It is still, in my, in my eyes, in many ways, it is a template for indies to follow. Do a lot with a little. Uh, yeah, no, for sure, one hundred percent agree. It's just you know, uh, uh, don't try and stick the landing. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't disagree. It's, yeah, it's weird. I think people who didn't finish Dredge like it better than people who did, <laughs> which is wild. I would it's, not. It feels like it should stay like from the like. Yeah, I don't want yeah, to yeah. It. It, it is special. It, it is special. It is. It really is. It is a remarkable game, and it, it, the only reason it is not discussed as much right now is just because there's. So, so much. many good Incredible. games. This this would have been game of the year contender a different year, contender not necessarily winner, but like it would yeah. have been because of how 
well, in the indie space and how good I, it is. I want to put a game against it then Go for on. discussion. I want to put Cocoon against it. So I liked it more than Cocoon. And I know yeah, this is too. unpopular, but I liked it more than Cocoon. No, I'm, I'm honestly same. Yeah. Uh, which is why I wanted to put Cocoon against it, because I think it is the most comparable game on the list. Yeah. But they're Cocoon. good in opposite ways. Right, exactly. Like it's like still... the anti-dredge. Yes. I can't see us have a list without Cocoon on it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but if you play Dredge, I think you would be able to see us having a list without Cocoon. Well, I, mean, I, would take, I would take out other games, but not Cocoon. Cocoon right. is... That's fair. That's fair. Okay. Yeah. okay. That's fair. Right, cool. Cocoon yeah, is like just, just to one of the best games where, that came out this year. Yeah. Just to make clear where we think Dredge approximately yes. is. Oh, okay. Exactly. Um, well, Cocoon oh. is like top three for me. Oh, well, it isn't for me, so that's going to be interesting. Yeah. Wow. Uh, okay, well, how about Chance of Sonar then? I haven't played it. So I think it's really good, and I think if another year it would have been no-brainer for top ten, mm-hmm. but like okay. compared to so many of the powerhouses that we have on this list... I I'm, I would cut it. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, like uh, I think if they had skipped, if they had been a little more confident and skipped the stealth sections, it would yeah. be top ten for me. But like, Agreed. it didn't. Need it, it just, you know, it it's a game that needed to be. It is a game that is very confident to do what it is, but then you can feel that they. This is a very game developer thing, but yeah. you know when you can feel that they were like confident, but they faltered. At some point, which is super understandable given the weirdness of what they were making. Yes. Like, yeah, I, I get it. I get it. So, okay. We have 13 games. We need yes. to be at 10. So, we, there yes. are three more that we have to cut, and then we could order. Which we have Baldur's Gate 3, Zelda, Hi Fi Rush, Venba, Cocoon, Super Mario Wonder, A Space for the Unbound, Alan Wake 2, Final Fantasy 16, Spider Man 2, Cobalt Core, Karatika, and Dredge. Yeah. That's going to be really tough. But that is going to be very tough. So how about we each say three that we think should be cut and start there? Does that make sense? See if there's yeah, overlap. I don't think I don't think we're going to agree much. But no, it's a fun experiment. Like the, the beauty yeah. of this is we never know how we get there. So no. like let's just let's just poke at this. Let's be game designers. Let's iterate a bit. Yeah. All right. Let's try and see three games that we think we should cut. Yeah. How about we? Um, how about we do it? How about we each write them down now somewhere where oh, the others can't yeah. see them? Good. So, uh, like in a in a different thing, and then we'll just copy paste them at the same time. Oh, I like we'll that. See, we'll like see what that. happens. Okay. Okay. Yes. Hold on. I'm not ready. I okay. Have to make okay, my okay. decision. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is not easy. Uh, y'all are gonna not like me. Oh, that's fine. Y'all are not gonna like me <laughs> either. <laughs> I have a feeling. Uh, uh, Rob is gonna break the internet. Yep, I have a feeling too. So um, everybody, we we have we have the spreadsheet for everybody listening. We have the spreadsheet that all of us are looking at at the same time, where we can like put things. And uh, let's just let's just all post them into our our columns uh, when we're ready. Okay. So okay. Countdown. Okay. Is everyone ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Three. Right. Three. Two. two one. one. Oh, interesting. Okay, interesting. so we have two overlaps. So yep. that is at least two contenders, and we want to cut three total. So this is better right. than I thought. All right. we, okay, we, we shouldn't read the Rami's outlaws. 
<laughs> I, am, I am in trouble. I am in danger. No, I think we should. I want right, to read well, Robbie's out loud. Okay, I, how about we each read I want to read them out loud and then remind people that we have an email and they can send right, in. Right. I will read Fauzi. Osama will read me and Fauzi will read Osama. Deal? Good. Good. Right. So Fauzi has Cobalt Core, which I understand because, yeah. uh, you know, you haven't played good it. game, yeah. but very hard to communicate why it is that good, I yeah. think. Karataka, yeah. which I understand the making of Karataka is a strange one. Yeah. And A Space for the Unbound, which we just listened to Fauzi's uh, reasoning there. Yeah. So, okay. All right. So I, I go Ramis. Is that how it uh, works? No, Fauzi can do Osama. Now. Yes. Okay. Uh, Osama has Hi Fi Rush, which I don't understand. Uh, <laughs> I'll explain. I'll explain. <laughs> Karataka, which I do understand. Cocoon, which I absolutely don't understand. <laughs> And uh, Rami had High Fire Rush, which I do understand since it was on my list too. <laughs> uh, Spider-Man 2, which I'm not surprised. Don't understand, mm -hmm. but not surprised. Yeah. And this one is going to what? Zelda Tears of the Kingdom? Yep. What? Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right. That one needs more explanation. I, I, I mean, I can explain it. Yeah. Um, you know how, how... But you know you're not going to convince us. Well, yeah. No, I know, but I, I do. <laughs> I do want to make the argument. Remember yeah. Breath of the Wild? Yes. Yeah, that's my argument. Okay, so you're that's saying that because it started off from Breath of the Wild, that it shouldn't be fully considered. As no, I I think Breath of the Wild was a superior game in pretty much every way. Ah. Um, but, and I think it's, I think it's mostly because the, you know how. The, I have this thesis that second games are usually better, mm. right? Mm -hmm. uh, because the first one is the one where they're experimenting. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's true for the, for this 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 uh, iteration of Zelda. Mm -hmm. I genuinely think Breath of the Wild was kind of the best game they could have possibly made out of this formula of Zelda, mm. and they they did it. They 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 did make the good video game, mm. you know. And then Tears of the Kingdom feels to me like there were some things that they also wanted to do, and then there were some mechanics that really kind of like worked out, and they just kind of played with it. But like, ultimately, I was just so incredibly bored of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Wow. Uh, not not even a little bit. Like I I was bored to tears for parts of it, and I think part of it is just like a lack of like guidance. Part of it was just like too much world. Part of it was like I never felt like any like push or pull in any direction it was very much like the things i loved about tears of the kingdom were the things i loved about breath of the wild mm. like the systemicness of it but like even like the ultra hand mechanic and like all of that i'm like wow this is really good anyway <laughs> um and it never built to this like oh wow like it was wow in itself but it wasn't wow in this like big coherent way like that ability to dive up through ground. It's so good. Isn't that incredible? Yeah. And it fits so well with having three layers of space that you could be in. Yeah, then... also that, you know. The, the thing is, Rami, like, I don't think I disagree with you in saying that Breath of the Wild is a superior game. For me, I, I prefer it, personally. Uh, Breath of the Wild over Tears of the Kingdom. But that does not mean that Tears of the Kingdom is not one of the best games that came out this year. You know? They're, yeah, you know, they're like, like two separate arguments. Like the, I think so, but like for me, context is really important. Yeah, and like f for me, the context of Tears of the Kingdom, there is no other context than Breath of the Wild. 
they, I, they did present new mechanics in so like, like the the mechanics that they presented in Tears of the Kingdom is like unlike we've seen in the industry, not just in Zelda. Absolutely. And Absolutely. Um, the multi-layer exploration that they've had in an open world game is also unlike anything we've seen in the industry, including uh, in Breath of the Wild. I, I I'm not entirely sure that's true. Separate the two. To me, it's like saying, which do you prefer, Kill Bill or Kill Bill Volume 2? Sorry, I'm dating <laughs> myself for all you youngins who are younger than Kill Bill. But it's you can't have one without the other. To me, Breath of the Wild was great and incomplete. To me, Tears of the Kingdom is great because it builds on Breath of the Wild. I, I have a hard time. Neither can exist without the other. Even Breath of the Wild. I know people are like, no, Breath of the Wild did. It it did? With a question mark? Like, it was an incomplete, it, like, incomplete narrative with a few loose, like, threads that were intentionally... Right, but this is a Zelda like, game. There's never a loose... There's always a loose end of Zelda. It's, it's right. true. I agree. But once you see the continuation, to me, it just melds into one. The, the, the yeah. story continues. It takes off almost oh. immediately after the, the old one. Like I, I, I really I, like the story. Yeah. Really like the story. Just like I, I was, I was bored to tears of the kingdom. And that's fair. Well, I'm not taking that away from you, but for me, it was all the way around. I looked at right. this world that I loved with new lenses and yeah. saw it differently, and I thought that was masterful. Like I came back, and now I'm looking at ceilings. Now I'm looking at little parts and and trying to solve boss fights and puzzles in really delightful new ways was yeah. it too much i do agree there was a lot like the underground there was a lot of it where i was exploring and, I'm, and after one point i'm like why am i doing this but that was after i've already had the time of my life with the game that's like, after i spent like 98 hours exploring yeah. everything else for me right, well, it was like almost 200 hours i had a problem this was I spent, problem. I spent like 20 hours in the underground just trying to find anything of interest uh yeah. and i just i just didn't yeah, it was less like, interesting than the rest, but like the right. rest was so good. Right, but either that, way, that, like, so so that's kind of my problem with Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Is like I feel like Breath of the Wild, whatever way you looked at it, it, it was it was good. Yeah, it was good. It was different. It was weird. And what it did, it did perfectly. And yeah, sure, the, you could have done more, but like, it was Breath of the Wild. Nobody had ever done anything like this before, right? Yeah. As Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, there's a lot of things I look at and I'm like, oh my god, that's really good. But for me, it didn't... Like, yes, I looked at ceilings, but did that ever feel like it really meaningfully mattered to anything I did in the game? Not not really. I was still doing the same thing as in Breath of the Wild, just different good. ways, and now I have to do it twice as much. And it just it didn't click for me. So it's that's okay. why Zelda it's Tears true. of the Kingdom for me. Um, anyway, don't hate me, Internet. No, I'm sorry. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, did you, you want to talk about Spider-Man 2 as well, or did you already have your rant about that? I mean, Spider-Man 2, like, it honestly, it is not dissimilar from my feeling on, on Zelda yeah. Tears of the Kingdom. It is it is so much. I have I have a love for Spider-Man, but I have not, I have very little love for the setting. Uh, uh, like, the, the space is like, yeah, okay, great. Well, I've been there, seen that a million times. Like, you know, I, I played Crisis. Um... But like, like this, New York is a good New York. You oh, it's great. It's, it's you see good. a lot of cool things. Sure. Uh, actually, the what you were describing of Tears of the Kingdom is more what I felt with Spider Man Two, where right. I felt there was too much. The difference is Tears of the Kingdom had too much optional, and Spider Man Two had too much that they forced me to go through. Right. I just wanted to get to some other parts that I liked more about the game. I, I completely understand that this is subjective. Like the narrative moments, I wanted to pull my hair out. I don't have hair, but you get the idea. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm like, 
please, do I really have to do this little action interaction thing that I don't want to be doing, like flying a drone around and shooting, you know, bee robots? What, you don't like you don't like watchdogs. <laughs> Wow, but like those little things like that, there were so many of them, and they were just yeah. like someone else out there is going to say the opposite. They're going to be like, "Oh, Spider Man right. was amazing. There were so many really cool things." It's it's a player persona thing, and it, sure. like it moved. It, it, Spider Man One and Spider Man Miles Morales were made for me, and with, with the exception of the Mary Jane stealth missions, which are better in Spider Man Two, by the way, because they're more interactive and they're like they are mm-hmm. better. They're just not good but they're still better they're still not they're still not for you they're still not for me but they're more for me they they move towards me a little bit uh and uh, the rest of the game moved further away from my persona which like i the things i liked about it occupied less of a space so i understand if you're saying something similar for choose the kingdom where there's a lot and you like the tightness of breath of the wild more i get that for me that was spider-man 2 where actually even though it was one of my favorite games this year i liked it less than the two spider-mans before it because right. it was more, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Fauzi, you have been you have been quiet in that way where I worry you have heard something very smart to say, and I'm just gonna feel less smart. <laughs> no, no, I've I've heard your arguments on Spider-Man two before. Yeah. Uh, but but uh, for me, like the the the, uh, the execution of the game is just so so incredible. Like I, I really enjoy the combat. I really enjoy being Spider-Man. I love the small touches uh, within the city. And like ultimately, it's just a lot of fun. You know, like ultimately, I couldn't stop playing. Like when you were talking about like how uh, in the underworld and Tears of the Kingdom, you know, you got bored. This is like the opposite. You know, mm-hmm. like in which right. like, it's it's impossible not to. Uh, like if you swing around the world for two minutes, there's like a million things for you to do, and uh, they're all like uh, fun. Yeah. Okay. So we have one more on your list, Army, that we could talk about. Yeah, you both yeah. want to cut the Hi-Fi Rush, which is quite yeah. surprising for me. I, I'm surprised that I wasn't alone in this. Actually, I, I honestly, I had the same. I had yeah. the same. I looked at it. I'm like, oh. That was because uh, I thought I'm just going to get wrecked for all three choices. <laughs> but it's nice that it's only two out of three, you know? <laughs> so it, it, actually, Hi Fire Rush was one of my favorite games this year. It just was uneven. And I'm nitpicking on a thing, but it bothered me a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. I love the premise. I love the art style. The The use of, of uh, rhythm in a game is one of the best I've ever seen, if not the best I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And the 3C mechanics didn't do it for me. I didn't like yep. the height of like the height of the jump, the distance of the jump. I never got used to it. And like throughout, <sighs> I just could not get used to it. I'm like, you That's funny. nailed the landing on so many things that were feel. And failed on a few things that were core feel, and that it was the unevenness of it that that uh, makes it like potentially top ten for me, but like lower end top ten, and that's why. Uh, yeah, I actually very similar, Osama. Like, I mean, like obviously, like can't talk about that game without talking about the the audio. Yes, um, which was incredible. Feel was incredible. Vibe was incredible. Like, I I'm really happy that this year has a lot of like vibe based. Yeah. games mm-hmm. uh which which i'm very happy with um and there was a lot of good there but there the yeah i kind of the same like the 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 sort of like core three c's camera character control yeah. um it just didn't didn't never like really connect the way i hoped they would 
I miss so jumps that I really, really, really thought I would. Really thought I would. Yeah, yeah same. And time. like I'm, I'm okay with feeling like I'm bad at games yeah. because at games like that, I, I am bad. I'm not a fighting game expert like y'all. Like I'm not a, you know, I will nail every action I take in a game kind of person. But like I felt like I deserved better than that. Mm-hmm. You know, in on a lot of jumps, I wasn't uh, myself a lot of when I felt the jump. I blamed the game, and that's not usually yeah. me. I default by being like, "I'll do better." And this time, I'm right. like, "No, no, no! I should have gotten that." Yeah, that, that I deserve. I deserve to land that exactly. one. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that was, that was it. it's, it's not the biggest scathing, you know, review. No, it was it a was, good game. Yeah, it was a great was, game. It just well, I spent that. I spent more more time than I thought being annoyed. Yeah. Same. What I like about High Five Rush is I feel that it it really I think it's the first rhythm game that doesn't punish you if you don't have rhythm. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. well, Rami, I mean, sorry, Fozzy, you're the worst person to make that comment because you have so much rhythm. You're you have rhythm. Like, <laughs> how would you even know this? Fozzy's theorizing, okay? This, this is a theoretical thing because Fozzy doesn't have practical experience. As, as, as someone who has no rhythm, I can, I can actually confirm this. But you need he, He's to- right. <laughs> <laughs> I can't land every combo on tune, you know. Like there are sometimes in which uh, I was out of out of uh, rhythm. Believe it or not, I don't believe it, but it's fine. I don't believe it either. I love it. But but I, but I like the design of that. I like the the I like the design through uh, through. Uh, I like that it's not designed through punishment. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and, and I respect that. So like when you when you nail the combo to the rhythm, you you get rewarded. But if you don't, you can still enjoy the game. Yeah. So that for me is really interesting. I really like the 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 tone and feel of the game, like the like how the a lot of objects in the game are kind of like dancing to the rhythm. Yeah. You know, like uh, a lot a lot of things around you make sure that you are within the rhythm of the game. I think that's fantastic. And the, there was a lot of moments in which I was really laughing at the narrative of the game because it's like tongue-in-cheek stab at game dev, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, with like um, yeah, some some jokes that land way too close to home than they need to be, <laughs> um, and it just came out of nowhere for me. Like you know, I I, mm-hmm. I just heard of the game, played it in the same day, I was blown away, and all in one evening, you know. That's fair. And that was the case for me too. Like I was like, oh wow, this looks cool. I wonder what it, it's out now. What? And next thing yeah. I knew it was in my hands and I'm playing it and it was better than I imagined. And like that was phenomenal. Like that nice. was nice. Really yeah, that was nice. Well, I, I, I have a question then because Osama, I think it's it's you know, we have two votes for Hi Fi Rush. Yes. Yeah. Um I like I, I'm sorry, Fozzie's gonna hate me, but I I would still cut. Like compared yeah, to I'm... the other games on this list, like the, the failure of the three C, is is enough it's for me lot. to be like it's dropping. a lot for a game yeah. like that. Yeah, I mean, like I think it's worth uh, we we made the case for it, but it's, yeah. uh, if it's two votes, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. we go with democracy. It's gonna be on my top ten for sure. No, yeah, no I'm, I'm removing it from yours too. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Habibi rules. <laughs> Uh, then we have 11 left. Yeah. And we have the Karateka also have two votes. Yeah, Karateka yes. is gone. Yes. So Karateka is gone. I, I really appreciate what Karateka is doing, but I feel that yeah. Uh, yeah, it's very similar to what Atari 50 did for an entire yeah. console. 
Yeah, but but also no. I, I do think it's very different from that in that it, it is it is intimate and fifty was not. Mm-hmm. Fifty is like a nostalgia museum. Karatika mm-hmm. is like it, it, it's play it. Play it. Okay. Early next year, inshallah, tell me what you thought. Okay. 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 Well, with those two gone, with Karatika gone and with the uh, Hi-Fi Rush gone, we have 11 games left. The yeah. f- five games that are still up for discussion and the which ones do we cut are two that are never going to get cut because I'm not going to convince you all that Spider-Man <laughs> 2 or Zelda Tears of the Kingdom have to go. Yeah. So I'm just going to give I mean, up maybe, on that. Maybe, maybe. Don't don't cut okay. them out yet. Like we, I okay. mean, Zelda the Tears of the Kingdom, I don't think so. Spider-Man, like, you might convince me. I have Listen, a crazy if... suggestion. Okay. We cut Super Mario Wonder. Interesting. Ooh. Nobody mentioned it. Yeah. On their Ooh. list of potential cuts. Okay, look at it. So, <laughs> so <laughs> I like a lot of what Super Mario Wonder did. It's very charming. It's uh, a lot in the spirit of 2D Mario games. Um, there's some really nice new power-ups that are quirky. There's... Um, an interesting approach to the levels in which um, uh, like when you had the like in your when the levels turns into like a bizarre version of themselves and you get the seed. I think that's that's cute and charming. Mm-hmm. But there's a, a bunch of the things that uh, uh, hmm. first of all I think that as good as the level design is, it's not as groundbreaking as 2D Mario games have before. I felt mm-hmm. that the level design is good, you know? So, that was a big part of it. When I played it in co-op, it's, uh, it's, it's uh, much better than a lot of 2D Mario games from before that, but it still feels like a game that is designed for one player more. Mm-hmm. And in co-op, yeah. it tends to get a lot more chaotic and tends to piss you off uh, yep. against the people I, that you're playing with. And I, I, I stopped thought, playing it co-op very quickly. Yeah, I thought they got like um, a lot of good mechanics from Rayman Legends to use in this game. You know, like when uh, somebody's behind <laughs> yeah. the turn into a bubble. It's literally yeah. the same as uh, Rayman yeah. Legends. And you can go towards the other character and then they can revive you. Mm-hmm. Um so they had some stuff like that that really enhanced the co-op gameplay compared to like the previous to the uh, Mario games. But it still felt like you know when you're playing in co-op that they're ruining your game for you, or like you know they're yep. they're messing up your rhythm more than they're helping you out. But I will say, Fauzi, as a single-player game, I completed it, including all the special levels. Yes, the right. same. So. Yeah, I could I, not put it down. So it's, it's also why it's on my top ten. Like it's it's so charming, it's so funny. It made me laugh out loud multiple times as yeah. I was playing it, and as a single player experience, it was loads of fun. But if I look at like a lot of the other games on this list that are really like uh, things that we've never seen before, Mario Wonder has very little things that we've never seen before. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's fair. What do you think, Osama? I haven't played it, so it's between you two. Oh, I hope you had an opinion. Uh, how? Uh, just, <laughs> all right, so, so here's the thing. Like, I really didn't think, like, the first few hours of Mario Wonder, Yafozi, mm-hmm. I, I, I really didn't think it would make my top 10 list. Yeah. It really didn't. But it was like, 
I think like a third in when they started being a little like weird and wonky with the levels and like there were levels that were just completely different mechanics, completely different like ways of playing some of the little break levels. Like I think the only levels I never ended up liking was like the little search levels. Yeah. I never ended up liking those, but like everything else about the game, there was always like a little delight or a little nod or a little wink or a little like, mm-hmm. yeah, like you know, that's part there of the brilliance always... of the game is that yeah. um, they know what you're gonna do or feel in a certain section and they give you a wink, right? And it, it's very little that the flowers were very very rare that the flowers did not land for me. Yeah, you know? they always they're landed. Like... They're so funny. Yep, uh, there were a few secrets that I thought were too hard. Or like not necessarily fun to find, mm. but uh, beyond that, I got every coin, every uh, I got every coin and every wonder seed. Yeah, uh, not every flag. That was ridiculous. I refused. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, every coin and every wonder seed, and I played most levels like three or four times to to get that done. Um, and I I never really got bored of it. Mm. Like I had a good time throughout. Yeah, I never got bored uh, of it either. Uh, is that a good enough thing for game of the year though that's the thing that's the question the the thing that makes me have a hard time with this is there are two games on this that did bore me at points uh, on the list that we still have um now obviously zelda is one of them (laughs) Uh, for me there were moments where it bored me so right yeah um but uh, i also wanted to add uh, i had moments where i was bored in cocoon yeah, me too. So uh, that's kind of like the three where I'm like, yeah, but like I, I kind of understand Zelda and and um, Spider-Man, probably hard for me to, to argue. Cocoon, I could make an argument for, I think. But uh, I also very much understand that Cocoon was an accomplishment in tight design. Yeah. And I do also want to sort of like reward that from us. So I, agree. I don't know. I You know what? I, I can... I can go with Super Mario Wonder. I can go with dropping that off. It it hurts a little, but it's either that or Cobalt Core for me. Like from the eleven mm. games that are remaining, because I can't see a list without the others. That's fair. And Cobalt Core, to be honest, it is one of those games you have to play to see how good yeah. it is. Like yeah. really think um, Into the Breach. You know, yeah, I, I love Into the Breach. Yeah. All right, Halas, let's go Super Mario Wonder. Come on. Alright, done. Let's do it. Done left. Good. We have it's ten. tough for me because it's like, you know, it's definitely on my top ten list. Same. Yeah. Same. But it, it's not the Habibi top ten list yeah. uh, that it's gonna make. Now it's the order. How do we do this? Yep. We have several options. One is we could go off on our own, reorder this, and we come back with our order and then discuss. How does that sound? And I think as we make this right. list, let's uh, let's wrap it up for, for this episode. It's been it's been going for quite a while now. Yeah, I mean, if you let me talk, I'll keep talking. <laughs> we could go for a very long time, I think. But... A cliffhanger. A cliffhanger. The first Ooh. Is this the first Habibi's cliffhanger? It's the first Habibi's cliffhanger. Yes. Oh, yes. First Habibi's cliffhanger. Well, I think uh, we'll post the second episode uh, of the uh, Habibi's 2023 list near the, uh, well, just at the end of the week, like right before the new year. Inshallah. 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 Well, then for this episode, um, yeah, that was it. Um, if you have thoughts, if you have guesses, if you want to put some uh, put some votes towards your game of the year, uh, or let us know which games you thought were most uh, 
were, were your game of the year. Do let us know. Info at thehabibis.com. Also, feel free to make any predictions for what the biggest fights of our, uh, <laughs> our game of the year <laughs> list is going to be. Because I have a feeling there are going to be some things that we will not agree about. You have yeah. any you have any ideas? You you think there's going to be some fights, or are we going to have a very smooth Habibis 2023 this year? I mean, no. There's no <laughs> there's no world where it's going to be smooth. <laughs> That's part of the fun. It's in the friction, right? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think yeah. so. Fauzi, you any predictions? There's going to be a really good game. That's going to be the game of the year. <laughs> <laughs> the safest of bets. <laughs> yeah. Good. Well, uh, for now, join us, uh, discord.thehabibis.com, email info at thehabibis.com. For now, see you next, uh, well, next episode after the cliffhanger, the Habibis Game of the Year. Salam. 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 Salam.